Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. And today I'm here with Mikey. No Jeff, but that's my fault. I slept through our original meeting time and Jeff is now busy. But Mikey and I are going to run through our picks for the UFC 288 card. And we're going to also give Jeff's picks as well um, while he's not here. So starting off, we're starting off with Aljo versus Cejudo. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a fight where I wanted both guys to lose before like this <laughs> did you watch the embeddeds i didn't watch them but it's i saw like it's just been so cringy dude if you get time today watch the embeddeds and it'll make you feel even worse these are seriously two of the most cringy athletes i've ever seen yeah it, they really are um i'm starting to lean a little bit more towards aljo i guess rooting wise just because um i saw uh, like all of Sahudo's kind of goons chirping aljo after his weight cut which is I don't respect that at all, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I just that kind of turned turned me towards Aljo a little bit. Um, in terms of who I think is going to win, I I I have to. I'm leaning towards Aljo. Maybe. Who do you think? Yeah, I'm leaning Aljo as well. As of right now, it, it's just I I think Aljo's reaching this point right now because he's in the bantamweight division where it's like every all the hype's around the contenders and not him, and people forget that he's the champion and he's the champion for a reason. Like they call him the human backpack. He look he's looked great his last like four fights, with the exception of the knee. And I know Dillashaw blew his shoulder out, but he was still winning that fight nonetheless. And it's still TJ Dillashaw. I just think he, it's getting to a point where he's just get, like I think no one respects him anymore, and people just overlook him like he's not the champion of the best division in the UFC right now. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean people are overlooking him. Um, I don't I don't know. We saw John Jones come in off three years and you know ragdoll surreal gone so i mean it, it is possible there is precedent for it um that being said i don't know I'm, i guess i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be leaning aljo for this fight how about are you gonna pick him yeah i'm picking aljo uh for a couple of different reasons like one he's he's shown in the in the matches that he has struck in that he throws strikes he uses his length pretty well and he's got a huge length advantage against Cejudo and I know Cejudo's faced guys of this size before but Cejudo also like you were just alluding to three years off he's 36 years old I, I mean I I'm sure he was in shape for his whole layoff but there's just no way to overlook that for me and I know Cejudo cha- trains with John Jones and He's a freakishly good athlete, one of the best mixed martial arts athletes of all time, but I just can't. There's too many intangibles for me to lean Cejudo in this one. And I don't like – my thing is looking for a path of victory for Cejudo, I don't see what it's going to be. Like, I don't think he's going to point him. I just yeah. don't believe that. I don't think he's really going to – I mean, he might try to wrestle him, but out, trying to wrestle Algebra is a fucking bitch. And trying to outstrike him, well, as long as Aljamain is compared to Cejudo, it's just it's tough for me to see a path to victory. Unless he catches him and gets a TKO, I guess at some point. But otherwise, I'm definitely leaning Aljo. Yeah, uh, Jeff is leaning Aljo as well for his pick. Um, next fight down the card, Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns. We have, um, I saw a picture the other day that my friend Bennett showed me. Shout out, Bennett. Um, and it looked like at a weigh-in and uh. Bilal's ankle looks really swollen. Um, I don't know if you've seen that picture, but no, I didn't see it. I'm picking Gilbert, dude. He seems like if he's fighting this much and this frequently, he um he definitely is in good shape and feeling really good. So I'm picking him. I think he has more ways to hurt Bilal. And you know we love Gilbert Burns on this podcast, and we're not Bilal fans. So I'm going with uh Gilbert Burns all the way. 
who are you picking for this one? Yeah, 100% Ryan Gilbert Burns. But one thing, though, I think is pretty neat is that the sports books, well, some of them have this shit like dead even, and that like yeah. never happens. It's like minus 110 either way. And I, I mean, I think that's pretty fair given what both these guys have been through. Both these guys, just amazing motors. They've been on tears the last three or four years of their career. I think Bilal's on an eight-fight win streak. Bilal, he's just steady. He'll box your head off. He's really came a long way from being a wrestler to a boxer. And he is super talented. But like you were just saying, I'm just – I can't pick against Gilbert in this spot. Gilbert's focused. This is his third fight in five months. And I see people, like, saying that as it's a knock. To me, for a guy like Gilbert who lives in this shit, he loves fighting, I think that's nothing but a positive. He's just – he's looked insanely good these last couple of years. I, it's really, really hard for me to pick against Gilbert. He could hit him with a fucking huge bomb. He could submit him right after. I I mean, the only way I think Bilal wins this is he boxes his head off to a fucking decision win. But over five rounds, I think that's going to be really hard to do to Gilbert. I'm definitely leading Gilbert. Yeah, uh, Jeff is leading Gilbert as well. That was kind of the most obvious thing that we did. Oh, yeah, 100%. Pick. And and the fact that the winner of this, like, I'm not saying that Bilal's attitude isn't as good as Gilbert's, but the fact that the winner of this is probably going to get a title shot, that just screams Gilbert to me in a matchup like that. He just seems more mentally ready. I, I, I'm leading Gilbert 100%. For sure. Uh, down the card now, Jessica Andrade takes on Jan Shaunan. Um I like Jessica Andrade here. I know she's coming off that loss, but to me, she is she's going to be hungry and ready to go. Um, you know, we we're I'm a big fan of her personally. I like her output. Um, and I think she has the advantage on the ground against Shannon. So, uh, I, I'm picking uh Jessica Andrade here. Who are you picking? Yeah, uh, one of the big I'm also picking Andrade. One of the big things that's standing out in this matchup to me is the fact that it's a strawweight match. And when Andrade fights in strawweight, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I mean, she just bullies people. I can't remember. I don't know if you remember what match she was fighting. I can't remember who it was, but she must have picked this girl up over her head and slammed her like five or six times over three rounds. Like she just bullies women at the strawweight division. I just, and then when you look back on Jaunan's record, she just fucking hardly beat Mackenzie Dern. I don't think if Jessica Andrade, I know this is stupid UFC math, but if Jessica Andrade fights Mackenzie Dern, she's not winning 48-47. She might win no. fucking 50-45. Like, I think she's, I think anyone who's not the champion or maybe number one contender in the strawweight is putting up with Andrade. I can't, it's hard for me to see a way Jan beats Andrade. I'm le- leaning Andrade 110%. Yes. Uh, Mikey, or uh, Jeff rather is leaning Andrade as well. And that is his. Hammy Sosa's lock of the night, Jessica Andrade's. Um, I know that's a that's a pretty uh that's a pretty good one, honestly, in my opinion. I think I think mm-hmm. that she can get it done for sure. Um, all right, down the card further, we have another pretty fun one here: Evolev versus Diego Lopez. Uh, I honestly, I'm kind of stuck on this one. We've been bad when we pick our debuting fighters, and Diego Lopez is debuting, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm gonna pick Evolev still. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Diego Lopez makes us look stupid as, uh, they, the debuting fighters usually do, but I'm going with Evolev here. Who are you picking? Yeah. I've sounded like a complete fucking idiot saying this over and over again, but I'm going to say the same exact sentiment I've had for these other fights. This truly, in my opinion is, I know we say this sometimes, maybe it doesn't carry a lot of weight, but this truly, I don't see how you could possibly game plan for Evolev short in your UFC debut. 
He is just fucking... He's an animal, dude. He might not be the most exciting fighter to watch, but he is so fucking goddamn good everywhere. He's, I think he's 6-0 in the UFC right now. He's won all by decision, but he is just like... The way he mixes shit up, he landed nine takedowns on Dan Ige, totaling almost seven minutes of control time, but he still managed to outstrike a guy like Dan Ige, who's known for pointing you to death by 100. Like, I just don't – I don't understand how you can game plan for that in your debut. I'm leaning fucking Evloev 100%. Yeah, that's that's a really good point that you bring up. There's just no game planning for him in general. Uh, Jeff is also picking Evloev. Um, down the card further, we have Cron Gracie versus Charles Jordan. Um, I see a lot of people picking Charles Jordan, Air Jordan. I'm going to go with Cron Gracie here. Uh, he's a Gracie, and I know he's been off for a while, so people are kind of out on him for that, but – I'm I'm gonna pick him here just because I haven't been extremely impressed with Charles Jordan's last couple of fights, and I think I think Cron Gracie, to me Charles Jordan, um, there's like a little bit of a fighter IQ thing with him where he makes some deci- questionable decisions, and I think Cron Gracie is, um, you know, uh, just uh, can be a little bit smarter, which is funny because he he trains with the Diaz brothers, so not the guys known for their best uh, MMA intelligence, but yeah, no, I I'm I'm gonna pick Cron Gracie here. Who are you going with? Uh, I what you were just saying about Charles Jordan not being the most impressive. I definitely agree with that. But I am leaning Jordan, and only because I've been riding this hill and I will die on this hill. I do not pick guys who have been on like a three to four year layoff who are over the age of like thirty two. Yeah. Like I really don't ever pick them. I'm not going to again, even if it bites me in the ass, which it probably will. I just in fighting a guy like Jordan who's twenty seven. <laughs> he yeah he hasn't been the most impressive, and his IQ is low sometimes. But he is just a motherfucker. He's tough as nails. He throws a lot. He gets some submissions here and there. I just I, like where's Crown Gracie been? I no it's idea. my big worry about this fight. Like, what is the reasoning for all of this? I don't. I can't pick a guy like that. Yeah, and that's fair enough. I think if he does win, it's more of like a uh, cerebral, outsmarted kind of situation. But yeah, no, I understand that pick. Uh, for the record, Jefferson is going with Charles Jordan as well. Um. Next fight, Drew Dober versus Matt Frivola. Holy fuck, this is going to be a fun fight. I can't wait to watch this one. Um, I'm I, I oh man, I don't really know. Like I don't feel too confident about either guy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Drew Dober here just because that chin man is he's got the, the <laughs> mega chin. I, I forget I forget which character it is, the superhero or if it's even a superhero, but he just has that chin, and uh, I think he can outlast Matt Frivola and get the win here. I'm going with Dober. Who are you picking? Man, fuck. I love watching Steamroller for Volo <laughs> fight, dude, but I cannot I can't pick him. I'm with you. I can't pick against Drew Dober. The chin is steel, the way he puts guys down, and he just seems to like have finally found his groove. He seems unbeatable right now. And I know he gets put down in fights, and I think one fight in the future, maybe when he starts fighting in the rankings, his chin is gonna fail on him. I just don't think that's gonna be today. Frivola's showing little streaks of power. I don't think he can do it consistently. And other than that, I mean, I guess he's going to have to wrestle him. And good luck doing that with Drew Dober. Yeah, make that a lock. Uh, Jefferson is picking Drew Dober as well. Um, yeah, this is going to be a fucking fun fight. I can't wait to watch this one. Um, next fight, Kennedy and Jachezku. Whoa, I've messed that one up. And Zachegwu, right? I think it's Najukwu, I think. Najukwu. All right, we'll do Najukwu. Kennedy Najukwu <laughs> versus Devin Clark. I, I fucked that name up, and I've been practicing too. Uh, Kennedy Najukwu. Oh man, Jaku, say it again. <laughs> I think it's Najuku. It's either Najuku or Najekwu. 
All right, we're going to go with Najukwu. Kennedy Najukwu versus Devin Clark. Uh, another really fun fight between two guys that I'm a big fan of. Um, both of them have kind of had their, um, you know, runs slowed a little bit. Devin Clark is coming off that nice win, though. Um, I don't know. Kennedy, and uh, I'm just going to call him Kennedy, is a lot bigger. And uh, I don't, I'm just going to go with him on this one because I, I think he's bigger, stronger. Um, I think he's going to show some power to, against Devin Clark. So I'm picking Kennedy here. Who are you picking? Yeah, I'm with you on that. And Devin Clark's bread and butters, obviously, is wrestling. And Zekwu's fucking takedown defense has been great. And I think that has a lot to do with what you were saying, that his bigger body, just big, strong dude. And if he keeps it on the feet, I mean, Devin Clark is not a complete slouch striking, but he does not have the power and Zekwu does. Zekwu can de- definitely has the ability to put you the fuck down at any moment with a variety of strikes. I, and I just – I'm not a huge fan of Devin Clark. I don't think he's, like – one of the upper echelon like heavyweights, and I think Nizekwu could probably jump into the rankings after this. Yeah, Devin Clark seems a little bit of a uh, like wasted athleticism. I know that's harsh, but I, I don't mean it as harsh as it sounds. But he just no, has, I get what you're saying. He's so athletic, but he doesn't use it in his fights sometimes. And he, hundred percent. Yeah, he has bursts of athleticism, and you're like, dude, you should be using that. But um, yeah. So you're picking Kennedy as well. Uh, Dre- Jeff is taking. Um, he said Braxton. I don't know. Oh, he's talking. It's the next I guess, fight. Yeah, I guess he missed. He didn't pick for this one, but that's all right. Um, yeah. So I guess I gave it away. Braxton Smith versus Por- Parker Porter. I'm taking Braxton Smith as well. Uh, not, shout out Parker Porter. He's a great guy. Um, you know, we talked to him a lot. We have never made an interview work out with him, but um, I don't know. Braxton Smith, his bread and butter is knockouts, and Parker Porter is coming off that pretty tough knockout against Justin Toffa. So I'm picking Braxton Smith here. Who are you picking? Yeah, we're going to sweep this pick with uh, Braxton Smith as well. This is my NyQuil fight of the night. And fucking, I think another big thing is the timing of the knockouts. Like, Parker Porter tends to try to weather early storm. And if he gets knocked out, it's usually early. All six, I think it's five or six of Braxton Smith's most recent wins are all first-round knockouts. That just screams to me that maybe the pass will repeat itself. And I, I have, don't have a lot of confidence in Parker Porter heading into this fight. Yeah, unfortunately, because he, he is a nice guy. But yeah, I think we're gonna we're definitely gonna sweep that pick there. Super uh, nice fellow. Yeah, Jefferson is taking Braxton Smith as well. Our final fight, which is my prelim pick of the night, Phil Haas versus Ikram. Um, I, both of these guys are like young, up and coming guys. I, I I guess Phil Haas isn't that young, but I mean they both have like relatively uh you know uh, short records. I believe they're like twelve and three and thirteen and four, something like that. Um, I'm picking. Phil Hawes here. Who are you picking? Yep, I'm rolling with Phil Hawes as well. I don't, I don't have a lot on Ikram because he only has one fight. But oh, it's only on the Contender Series. But Phil Hall, another one who could probably be a motherfucker to play him for coming into your first fight. He's a little bigger. I just, it seems like a nightmare scenario to me. Yeah, uh, Jefferson is picking Phil Hawes as all so as well. So, all right, thank you guys for listening. It was just a quick episode today. Thank you, Mikey, for coming on. We're gonna be back on track uh, at the end of this week reviewing this card. So, stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening, and peace. <laughs> <laughs>